Welcome everyone to the Maverick Mesmer Management LLC Music Media Podcast. We're here talking with musicians and a variety of different topics for the Quincy, Illinois community. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody, on the Maverick Music Podcast. Um, we are welcome to join with us today a really cool, awesome, special guest. How many of you, we know you have a feeling for something, but you know you might have a feeling for Tom Petty. Um, on March 4th at the State Room in Quincy, Illinois, we're going to have probably as close as you could get to Tom Petty come to Quincy, Illinois, and we're going to have the band called the Damn Torpedoes uh, come out. But our special guest today is is the Tom Petty tribute person to that, which is Steve Myers. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and very excited to be on your podcast, and definitely looking forward to playing at the the theater, the State Street Theater, March 4th. Yeah, I mean, the State Street Theater has a lot of, like, historical value for Quincy. Um, you know, it's it's one of the, I mean, better venues in town nowadays. Um, I know uh, there's been other venues and other places music has happened. I mean, there's, you know, your local bars, um, and I can name off several of those that just have those open mics and that sort of thing. But there's there's good theaters and good good com- community places that I think have a lot of value for, especially a show like what you guys do. I mean, can you talk about that? Like just like, like Tom Petty and we'll get into this a little bit. I mean, had, had an intimate dynamic to himself, but then he also had this whole, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to show you what music is kind of feel. Um, oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. Just, you know, looking at our at the set list I put together um, for the show, um, going back all the way to American Girl off the debut album, all the way up to um, their final album, um, Hypnotic Eye. You know, he he would take you so many places, and it's it's kind of a running joke uh, for me that there is there's a Tom Petty song for every occasion in life that no matter what you're going through, if it's something good, something bad, there is going to be a Tom Petty song that you, you can relate to. Everyone um, knows a Tom Petty song, whether or not they know it's Tom Petty. He just wrote and wrote so many great songs and over a 40 year period for an artist like any artist to have a career that spans that long and still be producing relevant music is just um, it's amazing it's beautiful it's he was a true artist he really owned his craft and i'm i'm just honored to be able to uh, be able to sing the songs and do do the songs justice now i have people at the shows that say I could close my eyes and it's just like Tom Petty's right there. And at times I will close my eyes while I'm singing and just feel like I'm channeling this, you know, this spiritualness of music, not just his music, but it's feeding off of 
the people in the audience. It's feeding off what we are doing as a band. It's, it, it's magical. That's music is about the only thing that I've encountered that could be similar to magic. If, if magic exists, music is it. Well, and that's what this podcast is about. So you kind of nailed, nailed it down. Uh, that's why I have you on here, I guess, but, um, is just, you know, like that, like, I mean, you know, he, like you said, he, he was an artist, he wrote songs, but he created, you know, musical things that, that took you somewhere. And that's what music does in, in general. I mean, like you said, music is spiritual, music is magical. And, um, so, so, but, you know, you didn't just say, Hey, I'm going to wake up, you know, in life and, and go play Tom Petty. So, so can, can I ask you, what was your magical journey? My magical musical experience, you know, I grew up with uh, three older brothers. So I was introduced to a lot of ACDC, some Kiss, Van Halen. Uh, my dad would play Johnny Cash. So I had this, um, I had the rock and country experience growing up. Um, and then I, then I got in TV as a teenager and that really just solidified that music was going to be a part of my life. I started off playing the trumpet in um, junior high and high school and that was quickly replaced when I was, a, I don't know, I think I started playing guitar when I was about 12 or 13. And well, there was, like you said, though, there was nothing like that. Like, I mean, the, the, what MTV did for, for everybody, um, <laughs> there was, there was nothing, there was nothing like that. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, and then it kind of, you know, dissipated, died off, turned into something else. But, you know, I mean, that, that era of that, I mean, really drove people to say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna pick up that guitar. I wanna go after something like that." Exactly, because you could. What radio uh, didn't have was the visual aspect to it, and with MTV, it was this grandiose theatrical um, uh, presentation that really grabbed me and a lot of people in that area that era so it was it was mind-blowing you know you could look at the covers of the albums and if it was a gatefold album you really got more pictures but to see it and almost live from the from the television it was so captivating so 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 that was where i i began and it was seeing jumped by van halen or seeing don't come around here no more uh, all the great all the great uh, videos from that era all the great bands um, it was you know that put the stamp on me and i was i was hooked so i started playing guitar and drove my parents crazy for a few years until i got decent enough and started playing at high school games with a little little band and then progressed into bars and that's that's where where it all began it's it's fairly common i think for a lot of musicians and a lot of artists that you you see it and you try to replicate it and that's really just 
flattery i would i would assume for the artists that created it that you are you have made such an impact that somebody is going to try to follow you follow your trail that you've blazed so like you probably take like you're talking about you know following in those footsteps which are those those are you know you decide to go after i mean tom petty is not somebody that you just say hey i'm gonna you know step in his shoes i mean what you know i guess i got two questions is one you know what made you decide to say i'm gonna i'm gonna incarnate that or re or 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 follow that but also you know you're 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 right like like to to follow that and to bring some of that original artistry back and and you know reimagine it but play it play it back through I think is is a good thing. Don't I mean? Don't you think it's a good thing to have that because you have this now other generation that that needs to hear if it's the folks if it's the folky soft rock that Petty did or if it's the, the classic rock or if it's the whatever it is artistry, right? Oh, I I completely agree. What what happened for me with the the Tom Petty tribute is I was in a cover band and we did a couple of uh, Tom Petty songs and somebody in the audience said, you sound just like Tom Petty. And I, I was never comfortable being a singer. I would sing a couple songs a night, but I always wanted to be the Michael Anthony of the band, Michael Anthony being the bass player and background singer for Van Halen. I I love doing the harmonies. I it wasn't until I got enough confidence um, back in it was 2018 I think is when uh, the spark hit me that you know I do kind of sound like Tom Petty and it was it was 2019 that a, a couple of guys I knew said and said it at different times, we should start a Tom Petty tribute band. You sound just like Tom Petty. And lo and behold, we started practicing and pandemic hit. So we kind of put everything on hold. But we were constantly practicing and just honing the craft and really digging in to what Tom Petty was musically and as a person at least for me if i'm going to do this as a tribute i don't want to just be going through the motions i'm not going to put on a wig and and look like tom petty i'm going to sing like tom petty that's something i can't uh change that's just my normal singing voice but to do tom petty you have to do it from the heart you can't be doing it as you know okay let's go out and make some money um it can be it has to be something more than that it's a connection well, I mean, a lot of people i mean and that's like you you nailed it i think with saying that it's it's the heart because i mean i i know some history of the petty band and some people might not but you you probably do know this but um, a lot of people, you know, they played a big music festival uh, the, or the big music thing that they did, the film or that they did an album of. Um, but 
they also played a lot of shows, um, a lot of albums, a lot of different things. But one of the things that I don't think too many people realize is that, you know, he, he kind of banded a merry men together and like they never practiced. They, they, they had this heart and they would go and, and play this music and they play this artistry together and they and and a lot of the uh, stories about the band or or things that that I found out about them is that you know they they'd be on stage a lot of times and play off of each other um, to create to create music and and that's really in the music world that's really a lot of heart that's behind something like you can't just you can't just go and do that but that was you you see that in the Tom Petty performance of just um him him playing him being there and him having that magic to to that um where where other people okay you see that they've thought about this they've 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 played the song they've came up with the song and they're just out there doing doing you know this and it's not as magical i guess i mean have you heard that about them oh yes uh uh my gosh they were such a brotherhood there was nobody getting in between the five of them or six if you count scotty thurston they were they were a, a brotherhood that was tight they they knew they had something special and they they knew they had a responsibility to do it right, especially in the live performances, because the people that are coming to the shows, um, they are given two hours to forget about everything else. And it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to play to people, and you have a responsibility to always be at the top of your game. And that's, that's what... Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers were about, and that's what we are trying to maintain when we're replicating his songs. It's you know we may deviate a little bit, you know we may not play the exact same solos um, Mike Campbell played. We are going to be true and honest to the to the music. It's you know we're not going to uh, throw in some some things some things to the songs that don't make sense. Well, and I was going to ask about that because the music genre in and of itself, I mean, I've had, I've had, you know, on this podcast, I've had hard rock artists, I've had local artists, I've had, you know, people that pull from soft rock and classic rock. And I've had just this, this, uh, on episode three, your, your episode four, but episode three, I had a variety kind of guy. Um, and so, I mean, what would you, I mean, I call and this is just because I know so many genres of music and can hone it, hone it in. But, um, you know, I, I call it folk, folkful, uh, soft rock, um, is, is what I coin like the petty genre. Um, but it's also, you know, there was other things at that time that were similar, but I think it stands a little bit on its own as well. It's kind of like, um, you know, artists like, like, you know, uh, Aaron Lewis, Jimmy Buffett, you know, things, things like that. You can just, you know, oh, that's what they are. And, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this show that you're doing, I correlated with another group that, 
that is an original band group that that plays that music and and they've been successful to drive off of the the folk soft rock music and um have have been successful with that in originals and they're nick dittmeyer and the sawdusters and um i just think it's a really treat to put both of you guys and them together for a night of all of that and what do you think about that oh it's a great pairing you know it's it's all about the song for both of us yeah because you're talking about you know honoring you're talking about honoring the magic of tom petty um but a great and he was such a great storyteller and that's the same way with Nick Dittmeyer and the Sawdusters. They, you know, it's not overproduced. It's honest, pure. Mm-hmm. It's, you, it, the songs take you on a journey. And that's what will come through in the live shows. So do you feel that way about that, that style of music? Yeah. I, I Tom he wrote a lot in that vein and he especially in the 90s with his wildflowers album it was such a introspective a time from probably from about um the full moon fever album all the way up until um echo of 99 or 2000 he was it didn't hurt that he was um, hanging around with people like Bob Dylan and George Harrison and Jeff Lynn, guys that were masters at songwriting. So it only had, it had to rub off on Tom and that's where his songwriting really began to um, just blossom where it became so prolific for him. Just you really got inside of what Tom was going through in that time period. And so speaking to that like journey um, and, and yeah, those guys are like legends, you know, Bob Dylan and uh, you know, uh, you know, Tom Petty and, you know, uh, and all those guys, but is like your show. Okay. So you have, you have this giant 40 year, thing to to then like suck down to a time zone um you know do you take people on that journey or do you just say hey we're gonna have a good time and that's what this show is or or that show i mean i know you do some social things on the side because hey you want them to experience the acoustic version of him or something but do you yeah. do you take them on that journey though, in like a show that you're bringing to the to the State Street Theater? Oh yes, there will be. You know, we'll come out. We're going to hit it. It'll be. We'll hit it hard. You know, it'll be like you're right. It's it's a concert. We're going to come out. We're going to hit it, and we're going to take you on this journey where we're going to take you up through the highs where we're rocking out on some of the songs like jamming me or running down a dream, but then we'll take you um, back down. So you don't know how it feels. And then we'll bring you back up and we'll throw in some of the, what I would say are some, a couple obscure songs, songs that were um, 
some of my favorites. So it's, and we'll, we will do, uh, basically, you know, seven, eight songs set where it's a lot of the acoustically driven songs. So it's, it is a, we are going to take you, it's going to be light. It's going to be shade. It's going to be just this beautiful prism of music where you will people will will leave knowing that they saw a great show and that they had a great time well and that's what we want to keep alive and keep the drive of because i mean this is a question i ask every guest that i have um i mean i have i have kids i bring up a you know younger family in this world and stuff like that but you know the title of the show that you're doing is a is a petty song and it's we you know um we know how it feels um and you you nailed it talking about that song because that kind of was a very pivotal song very pivotal moment but i don't think it was i didn't think like i think petty wrote it did it all that probably didn't think it was going to have that much following as it has um it's one of the, now one of the most known 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 songs um i guess but my question is is just you know there is a feeling there is a like you're talking about a magical feeling the music that brings everybody uh together um even this even this style um but my question is with this newer generation um you know, that has to sometimes put their devices down or their electronic stuff, or we can all do different things with a computer, you know, what would you say to them with, you know, this is just a 10 buck show. Um, you know, what, what would you say to them to something experiencing something different? Because this is different than what they are probably used to. Oh yes. I, I can tell you that having a, a 16 year old daughter she is on her device quite a bit she's on you know she's on her uh tiktok doing cosplay uh videos um so yeah it's getting people to that to our show they will see that i am incorporating a lot of what they may be seeing you know i'm i like to um you know my normal day attire is not what I wear um, on this on the shows. I want to give a full entertaining time. It's getting out and seeing this that yes, I've been I've been through it. I've I've struggled with my fears and I know a lot of people do that as well and i've persevered in spite of that that you know there is this world out there there are people like me like you um who need something more than what they're getting on their device and you know we are a very very welcoming uh, group of musicians and we provide just this safe fun time it's you know it's live it's well and i think but i and i think overall though the like the the music um the music does that too i mean we don't i mean 
you know, like I said, with, you know, the Sawdusters, they're, they're still doing this music. They're doing originals like this style. Um, so it's out there, you know, um, people are trying it. People are, you know, following it. Um, so I think, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, but then there's also still the original that it came from, which is Tom Petty. And, yeah. but a song like, you know, we know how it feels like that's what you're saying is like everybody has something if they're a younger person if they're older or something like that and they need that they need that just you know moment of hey magic or moment um you know just with music or something i mean i was actually going to ask you this is was where in your life so far or time frame or what did like a moment jump out to you musically or a song came out or or something that was like that moment for you that said hey you know you're just you're just taking taking it all in take you know just just uh i mean i i remember um one of mine personally and then i'll let you tell yours is like one of mine was at a was at a uh um uh, music festival in the middle of a field and uh, was listening to, um, you know, it, it was Christian concert. So, uh, you know, this yeah. is Christian artist or whatever that I'm about to rattle off. But, um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was at the end of the day, it was, you know, um, a Jeremy Camp when he first like, first like saying, um, this is just moments. I have a whole bunch of moments, but this is the one that popped out in my head. But, um, you know, he, he sang, uh, you know, uh, Eric Clapton song and it just like the crowd was silent. It was just quiet. It was cool. Whatever. He said his dad sang it to him and it just like, uh, just was a special, really cool moment to take in and stuff. And I've been to a couple different shows of his since, but, um, he's not done that ever, ever since then. And, um, you know, but it's just, you know, something like that because it was, it was in the, it was before he was a big, big deal. And it was in this middle of the field music festival thing. Um, and just, I just took it in, you know, just took it in as a, as a teenager or whatever. Uh, you know, but it was there, was there ever a moment with music that was like, Oh, just magical or something that just stands out. I mean, I have, I have a whole bunch more, but there's just a story that just rolled off my tongue, but. Oh yeah. I, here's a story I've never told anybody. The first uh, memory I have of music was, it was at a wedding when I was probably five or six. I couldn't even tell you um, whose wedding it was. I was just so young, but I remember the band. I remember the band playing and I remember the, the guitarist. I can still see his face. I couldn't tell you his name. It might have been a guy named Hank, Hank Leishner, maybe. That for some reason that name sticks in my mind. And I just remember the volume. I remember just watching. It's like, wow, that is that could be something fun to do. And and another story, I guess, was when I was uh, growing up, I had a babysitter that had all these old 45s of Chuck Berry and um, 
Little Richard and just everything from the 50s and early 60s. And she would play those. And I I would just dance around. So it was it's those memories like yours that I'll, I'll never forget. And those really made such an impact on me. And well, I never really thought about those too much, especially I... I had never talked about them. I, I always think about them because that's, those were the formative years for this experience. But I mean, that's, I mean, but I mean, that's what music, I mean, that's what music does. I mean, I remember, you know, I mean, my dad had a Chevy Nova and I remember us driving it and he said, Hey, this car's going to be yours someday. Now, I mean, I didn't take care of it like I should have, but that's a whole other story for another time. Um, but, but, uh, you know, don't get race cars next to me, but anyway, that's, but, um, but those, you know, the wonder years, right. Um, but it's like, I, I remember him taking me in it because it was a car that he had for a long time and, um, and, and just listening to different music from the seventies and eighties and him just telling me every artist every song it was um you know like like it was like oh he he had he had done something with with those people but it was like he just he just had a love for like history and music history and trivia stuff and he would just know a lot of knowledge of things and um you know, it's like you said, though, it's those moments that take us like take us back to those like the, the magic of music take us back to those moments. Um, and there's yeah. really nothing there's really nothing else like like music that do, like that that does that really. Right. And that that's why I love to read music biographies. When you dig into an artist or a band, you get so much of the backstory and it's it's like, wow, it's. Like I never, I never knew that about that band or what, what the circumstances were leading up to a song or why a song was written. It's, you know, it's great to listen to a song, but then, or, or listen to, or have a favorite band, but then to get to, get to their moments, that's, that really just takes it to a whole different realm. Mm-hmm. The knowledge well, yeah, and I think I think we can correlate that to 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 people today, to to you know whoever comes to shows, to to whoever's out there listening to this. I mean, you know, we're all we're all, you know, I think I think anymore. I mean, you know, and this is just you know, I want your few thoughts on it. Is that you know we talk also a little current events too about on this podcast, but you know, I mean, people came out of COVID with just a you know, oh yeah, I said the I said the cha cha word, the the whatever word that is, I don't know, but anyway, um, but the <laughs> uh, the uh, you know we came out of that, and there was still that drive for something, and 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 people's need to 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 have something like magical, and you know, I think really it comes back to like live music and listening to music and you know, bringing people together as a community, um, you know, you, you don't get that with really anything else. I mean, I've, I've been to little bitty shows, like little bitty things. I correlate, I correlate shows on the side as well. 
that of all sorts of levels, but I've also gone to huge, huge, you know, things with lights and everything. I'm going to a big one in, in March and, you know, but it's just, you know, the thing, the thing is, is that, you know, I've gone to everything in between and they all have a different magic to them, you know? Of course. And I think people really anymore, I mean, we're, 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 you know, two, three years, whatever it is, out of, out of this whole, you know, oh, not uh, the shutdown or whatever you want to call it. Um, but um, I think anymore, I mean, there's still people needing something. I mean, I, I, what, I mean, what do you have to say to that? Because I got a local story that's, that's kind of a heartfelt one from just the other day. And I want your, I want your thoughts. And then I want your thoughts after you hear, hear about this story after, but I want your thoughts before I say that. So what are your thoughts? It's just what I said. Well, we, we all wanted to reconnect after being shut down not seeing friends, not seeing family, it really reinforced that we need each other, that we need to be out there. It's, there's a greater responsibility as artists and musicians now to provide um, this forum for people to gather again and to enjoy life and have a good time. And, you know, that's, it's inspirational. It's, it's giving people the sense that, Hey, we are going to be okay. We've made it through, um, everything we, we can, we survived it and we're going to be better. We're going to be better people. We're going to take, we're not going to take things for granted anymore. We're going to, support we're going to support the arts we're going to support our communities it's it's wanting to be part of something greater than ourselves i think that's what i've learned yeah no i mean i think you hit on a i think you hit on a really good uh point because i think there's not only you know magic in the music but magic in the in the longing to to be one together um i think a lot of people after that didn't know who to reach out to what to reach out to and and i just want to say out loud to folks that um you know there there's places for people to reach out to but if you don't know i mean um you know, get connected in your live music scene, get connected in, you know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a healthy thing to just, oh, show up somewhere. Um, I mean, I correlate shows. I, you know, I, I say, Hey, it costs X amount because, Hey, I gotta, I gotta, we gotta talk amongst all the people, a part of something, but you know, there's, there's, there's also sometimes where, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, say this or whatever too loud, but at the same time, we we don't turn anybody away. You know, I mean, that's, that's something, I mean, my brand, my personal brand, you know, the Maverick Mesmer brand, I tell people before I get involved with a project, I said, you know, I want to, I want to have this project be excellent. Um, but it's about coming together so if it's about the money, if it's about the, this or that, then, then I'm, you know, yeah, we're all in it for a little piece of that, but we're actually not. And I just 
personally feel like you're going to, you know, the, there's a higher magic or a higher power that's going to take care of that if you go towards something saying, hey, we're not going to turn somebody away if, if we if we feel like they come to the door and they're just looking for something to be connected because I have two stories now. You've made me think of another one. Is, <laughs> um, is, is, well, one of the other shows I did, um, there was this guy that came and um, uh, overall uh, he, he came into the doors and I could tell, okay, here's this guy that just might not have a whole lot of much of nothing, you know? And, yeah. and he saw the poster, he saw the, he heard the music and he said, Oh, I love this music. I haven't heard it in years and all that stuff. And he said, he said, I only have a couple of bucks, you know, and, and he, you could tell, you could tell in his eyes, you could tell that he needed to be there. And, and I just said, come on and let's, you know, go and, you know, whatever. Now I'm not saying that that's everybody. So don't, you know, for the regular people that are listening to this, you know, it's for the March 4th show, it's $10 tickets. But, you know, I mean, what I'm trying to say though, is there's people that have a, that, that need to have that feeling that we need to make people, you know, if you have a friend that hasn't came out to something in a while, um, you know, if you know somebody just struggling with something, I mean, you know, music does wonders to people. I think that has, like we're talking about music has a magic feeling to it. And I think that, you know, if, if any show, this show, especially, but if, you know, there's several other shows that, that, that are local, uh, you guys do in Springfield, um, you know, in Quincy that I do and, and several other things, out there to go to, but, but we just need to get people out because I think there, there needs to be more of a community drive, a community magic, I say to, to this, because just the other day, um, you know, uh, here locally, unfortunately, um, you know, we had the whole entire uh, Broadway, the whole entire uh, main street of the town was was blocked off, was blocked down because the main bridge was blocked off. And the reason was is because there was somebody out there on the edge. And this is something that's not happened in Adams County for a long time, Quincy, Illinois. Um, you know, police officers were out there and everything. Um, you know, I got a text message from one of my friends who was one of the officers involved or whatever. Um, and lo and behold, they got the guy down and he's going to go see some, some people for help and all that stuff. But, uh, what was found out from that, and I know a little bit is just the, the person was talking about how they had nobody and that's just, to me, after a where we come out of and the feelings we have for people, I mean, that's why we need to be doing these things that we do. So, so I appreciate just what you do—the performance, bringing music back—for um, for that reason. So that's the that's the story I had. So <laughs> now, 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 what are your thoughts? But <laughs> oh wow, um, you know. Um, Aside from the band, I'm I'm part of this uh, 
local area arts council here and so that we we help out a lot of underserved areas that um, in Springfield and the uh, Sangamon County and you know it's really sad that um, that there are so many that don't have access to some of the the art programs and uh, I I suppose being part of the arts council is one of the greater things that I've been able to be a part of because we have been able to provide um, resources to to individuals to be part of painting classes to be part of workshops to just be just to have look to uh, give them the experience of painting of writing of music it's because you never know how it's going to impact somebody it's it's you know i i do well enough that you know i i i have been given a lot of great opportunities in life and i'm very thankful for for everything that i've been given and in spite of myself you know in spite of a lot of the crazy things i've done or um or as i had touched upon earlier just my my fear my anxiety it's at times it'll drive me into a dark place and you know if it wasn't for arts the arts um in the community or musical performances it's you know i would i think that's what kept me from being that person on the ledge having um that to or available to me because uh, there have been times there have been times where i've been in in the dark places and you know, I can be that source of light as a musician. I can be a person that helps provide uh, supplies or equipment um, through the Arts Council here in Springfield. And so it's not something I take lightly. I took it for granted uh, for a long time until, you know, I'd, I was at the point probably 10 years ago where I, I said, screw music. I'm done with it. I started selling off all my stuff, and then I just had this epiphany, if you want to call it or whatever. It's where well, you had the you had the you had the magic come back. Yeah, yeah where I finally got a, got out of the way of what um, what the higher power or God, whatever you. Uh, wish to call it you know once i got out of myself and got out of the way of what could be what i it may be my calling i don't know it's i follow it i just follow where where things where i feel like i'm being led well and i think that's the truth of it is that the magic comes from 
you know, not only the the music, you know, or what we what we do, but the the I think the just the flow. Like, I mean, if you've gone through certain things, I mean, I've gone through like certain points in in my life as well. And um, you know, just a couple years ago, my uh, best friend, my dad, passed away. You know, and um, you know, I had to make a decision. Um, I was kind of experiencing a lot of other things and. You know, it was it was oh I can I can go this way on this fork or in the road or I can go this way on this fork in the road and and I decided to flow the one way flow the oh you know like the the social and the and the hey what 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 can I do with the rest of my life and 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 that sort of thing and I think you know we we have that choice and some of us has to be. Uh, I don't know, like you, you said, have, have something pull us that direction. And, um, I think music a lot of times will, will draw us to those moments that pull us a certain way. And so, you know, that's one of the things I encourage the most with, with anybody that's involved. I mean, you know, if, if you're not involved, get involved. If, if you have always had an interest in, in an instrument or in in doing something because if you listen to music you know i mean i think sometimes yeah you don't know if you were born with a gift or maybe you're you just you just want you just have that need to play something i think sometimes you know people don't don't get that they can you know talk to that musician that's playing or performing up there um i mean we you know we have a have a VIP package for your show, you know, uh, right. to, to to come and hang out with you all day and to enjoy your sound check and but you know it's not really about about that it's more hey you know come come have lunch with you or whatever you know and and because they might have questions you know um, and and I think those opportunities I've you know took it upon myself to to actually had some of those experiences with some some bigger names and some other just regular musicians or whatever, all different dynamics. I mean, you know, I, I got the opportunity. I, I enjoyed, and I do have to say this, don't know if you're a fan or not, but um, this is going to, you know, I don't know, age or put me where my age is. Uh, but, um, you know, I was a, uh, you know, fan of the Maroon 5 era, so I've went to a couple of their shows, but I got the opportunity to meet and talk to that guitarist, um, and, and to hear and listen to some of the things he had to say was just a pretty cool thing, so I think, you know, people, you know, you know, they can take that away, or they can just take away, oh, hey, you know, if you're, if you're interested, but, you know, I encourage people to do what you said, too, is like, you know, I'm involved with, with here in Quincy, we have the Quincy Fine Arts, the Quincy Symphony Orchestra, the Quincy Music uh, Programs, um, and me and my uh, significant other um, uh, are both involved with that, and uh, we're, you know, grateful and thankful to be, to be involved with, with that, because, you know, there's, there's things that, you know, you might touch a child's heart, you don't know that you did, and, you know, I'm grateful for those, those little moments, but, but also, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, I, I sometimes just show up to, uh, these things that she's a part of with the Quincy Fine Arts and Music, and I'm just setting up, 
and I'm setting up a sound speaker or something because she's like, hey, yeah. I need some guy that knows how to plug in a speaker. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, okay. Um, so, you know, sometimes I do that, but then it's like, there's this, this person that will come over and, you know, start talking to me and start saying stuff and saying, oh, hey, you know, that's cool that you know how to do that. And, you know, it, you have the choice right there to say, well, do you, do, you know, are you going to pass on that knowledge or right. just yeah. explain, just give a brief overview of it? Because you never know. They could end up being uh, the sound engineer at a location or or helping out at the at a theater or or whatever. Right. Yep, exactly. Yep. So and I think that's, you know, things that like me and you, you know, we we got to be grateful for and. I'm I'm right there with you. I had some life experience um, that said, "Hey, I'm gonna sell all my stuff uh, and sell sell different things." Went through a life transition thing, um, and and was in a spot uh, that you're talking about. And you yeah. know, um, but 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 there was a authenticness, a magic, if you say, you know, I believe in God, a higher power. Um, yeah. that just spoke to me that said, uh, you know, get back into that. And then I had that little piece in my ear, but I didn't know how much that was and how powerful that was until my, I went through a second thing on top of that, which was then, like I said, my father passing away and he, he me and him like just listen to music all the time together. And now I've just I've just me and my my brother have like took off with the different things we've done in the industry and different things we've wanted to promote and um, you know say hey you know now is the time you know and I think you know other people have their journey you know we're talking about the Tom Petty journey um, you know um, but other people I think have their journey so I want people to be encouraged when they're listening to this to just um, you know, if, if you're on a journey and you don't know yet, you don't know and haven't had those magic moments, um, you know, you never know where they're going to be. So, so, so always have an open mind. Would you say that too? Oh yeah. You know, start out, um, for God knows where, but just keep going. That's as long as you keep going, you'll find your, your, you'll find your place. You'll find yourself as long as you keep going one day at a time. Yep. That's, that's 100% right. Um, so, uh, getting back and grounding, grounding us back or, uh, (laughs) yeah, I kind of took us off on a little bit. Oh no. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. That's totally cool. Uh, uh, coming, coming back, um, out of all the songs, out of all the albums, and you're probably already knowing what the question is, is uh what what is your i don't i don't know how to really say this because there's so many good good ones um but what is what is your petty song like what is one that you'll always say hey that's that song that brings you to the magic moments Ooh, and it's one that we don't play i will tell you that it's it's a song called well now i now you gave me another question which is why but anyway that's the <laughs> <laughs> well uh okay well it's wake up time 
off of the Wildflowers album. And it's one that, you know, at times I listen to it and it's, it's, it'll bring me up at times. It'll, it'll take me down. There's a line in it, um, um, about, um, you used to be so cool back in high school. What happened? And another line is, you spend your life waiting, running around in a trance. Um, and I just, those, there's just some lyrics in that song where it's like so powerful to me. And, and I, I hesitate to do that one because it is such a deeply personal song for just for me to listen to it and sing along to it. And, you know, I, it's almost like what I've heard other musicians say that uh, we won't touch the Beatles. Um, they're a Holy grail that they're just, we won't touch the Beatles. Um, I won't touch wake up time uh, because it's, um, it's a beautiful song um, that just uh, resonates too deep. Uh, that I just spent my uh, too much time running around in the trance, and I just missed um, missed out on the dance. So there's. Uh, but 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 I mean now you're but now you're but I mean now you're in the moment. I mean I mean the damn torpedoes, which is a whole other like I mean I I that's one of the other one of the last questions I got for you. But the damn torpedoes has has took off. I mean it. I mean it, you guys have a huge following. You guys always have people come out. Um, I encourage people come out to Quincy, Illinois. Um, you know I'm going to ask you a couple other two other things, which is. Have you been to Quincy, Illinois before? And then number two, for a show, I mean, um, but number two is is where did the where did that the damn torpedoes? I know it's a Tom Petty reference, but why why did you pick that? Okay, so yes, um, I think it's been close to twenty years since I've played in uh, Quincy, and I will tell you, it was not with this band. Uh, this band has only been around for. Um, about uh, since 2019 um i was part of an original band that played uh, regionally uh, called mr opernockety and we had uh, some success around the area you know the band got to open up for journey uh, blessed union of souls caroline spine um you know, backwaters in Quincy. We played there several times. It was always such a, a great time. And Troy, the drummer in Damn Torpedoes, and I were part of that band. Troy was one of was one of the main songwriters and lead singers. So we would. So, so I got to ask you this. I'm not trying to cut your story off, but how many people were in that band? Because backwaters, like you said, was a fun time. But there was not very much of a stage, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a weird. It was a weird stage. We had five. We had, um, we had a drummer. I was on bass. So you put five in that little corner somehow, or something. I don't. I don't know. On top of each other. I don't know what it was. I. I so many of the details um, 
are so are a little bit hazy um, after 20 years, but I remember just how as soon as we were done, it turned into a dance club. It was, you know, it was, it was, you had the great um, music crowd and then at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, I don't remember what time, it may have been 11 or 12. Once we were done, then it turned into the, into the, to the dance bar and it was like now we just have to get through the sea of people to unload our mm-hmm. to load our stuff back up again <laughs> mm-hmm. and troy and and the keyboardist and i were all talking about that and how we used to play backwaters and it was it was not an easy load in it was uh, but it was always a fun time um so yeah backwaters and I, I think I still have a soundboard recording of our band from back, uh, may have been 2005. It's the last time we played, but it was, cool. it was fun. Mr. Opernockety, after, well, we're well, on Spotify. We still get together once or twice a year just for fun to play. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's 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 like what this what this is about is, you know, the journey and you guys are now the damn torpedoes. So like we're, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a, if I remember correctly, that's a, is that a petty album, right? If I, did I get that yeah. right? Okay. So wh- why did, why did you go with that? Well, we were going, the album title was damn the torpedoes. So we thought, Oh, we'll be damn the torpedoes. But of course, um, there's another tribute band with the same name. So we thought, well, <laughs> we'll be the damned torpedoes. And so that'll differentiate us. And so, yeah, we, uh, there were, we didn't realize how many, um, Tom Petty tribute bands were out there until we, until we started. And then it became our mission to be, to be the best Tom Petty tribute band out there. Well, and I got to say, I got to say, and this is a, a shout out to a good friend of mine, um, because, you know, I correlate shows, I, I correlate musicians together. That's that's what I like to do. That's what I enjoy doing. I, I, I you know, I've been called a showman. I've been called a producer. I've been called a, you know, booking person. I've been called a manager. I don't, I don't manage anything except for my own business, but, um, you know, I, I, I just enjoy the community of, of all these kind of kinds of people. And, and now I'm doing a podcast, which is also bringing these people together. But, you know, um, a longtime friend of mine, you know, said, Hey, you are, you're doing a lot with bands. You're doing a lot with music people. And, and, um, he said, he said, well, are, are you into, you know, the, the folk, the soft, the whatever I said, I'm into everything. I'll, I'll do a show. I'll, I'll figure something out. You know, I don't know what or how, or how it will be yet, but I had, what are you trying to say? And, and he said, well, you know, you should really check these guys out. And he said, the damn torpedoes. And I said, uh-huh. and I said, okay, well, where do I see him or what? Well, he sends me a video and I listen to you guys right away. And that was my reaction. Like I have heard Tom Petty. 
I've not been the hugest fan, but I, I, I enjoy all music. I get, I get appreciation out of anything. Okay. But I, I listened to you guys and I, from that video, I was like, I'm now a fan again. Wow. Thank you. So thank you to your I said, friend. I said, well, is this like the best band in like, we're, like whatever. And you know, shout out. He's probably going to knock me on the head or whatever if I see him or, or use the force on me because that's how me and him know each other is we're Star Wars fans. But um, my friend Mark Medley got me con- got me connected with you and said and, and me and him talked about you guys. And and then, you know, I started working with another friend of yours or a friend of Mark's. I don't really know, but started working with Tom with Falsum five and he said good things about you. So I just was like, well, all in all, I can't, I can't go wrong here. And, and whatever the turnout is, I got to tell you, I'm just ready for a good darn good damn torpedoes, damn good time, Tom Petty show. <laughs> oh, and we are going to bring that and more for sure. But do you have anything to say on on what I just said, how I got involved with you? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know, Mark is such a great guy. I I went to college with Mark and had so much fun with him. Um, He has too many stories about me, so I I always have to keep on his good side. Well, he has stories on a lot of people. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. So that's that's the one of the, I think that's how he does business deals sometimes, but I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> he's been a great supporter of from the very beginning. It's we played um, a Fourth of July party he had a couple of years ago, and oh my gosh, he is he throws the best parties with the best fireworks. He and his wife are just uh, amazing people. Yeah, I can. Yep, yeah, I can't say that. I mean, me and me and him. I always tell him the force is the strongest with him. But I mean, that's that's a you know different thing. But it's just, uh, yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, he's he's a he's a great person, great individual. But I mean, yeah, though. I mean, shout out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he wants more people coming to those. But maybe he does. But yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. Those are those are. I mean, he the fact that. You know, uh, yeah, those are some of the. I've been to one or two of them, but yeah, those, those are uh, like that's a Fourth of July party if there ever was one. So, yeah. and it's, it's um, the word of mouth like that that gets us into places. You know, it's we've we have. I I call I don't like to call them fans. I like to call them my friends that come to the shows that you know I may not have met them before but they're going to be my friends and Mm -hmm. i'm going to treat them with respect and give them the same love that they're giving me and the band and and then they they go off and tell um club owners or bar owners and say hey you got to book this so mark thank you this is how our relationship um started so right yeah thank you thank you it's it's wonderful. It, that's the organic process. I think that's how music is supposed to go. Yeah, no, and I think I think that's true. Like that's the that's the the magic. That we're, I mean, that's that's the magic of it is that you know you don't you don't know 
you don't know where where some connection is going to lead you or what uh, you know uh what the feeling of a song is going to take you on but or or in this way what what just a moment with another person saying hey i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do that and you know um do you do you know of anything like this or that and then hey i get i get you know sent a video of one of the best bands or whatever but you know and that's uh, so i'm going to uh, ask you one last quick thing and um is uh so everybody listening you know quincy illinois march 4th the damn torpedoes with also special guest nick dittenmeyer and the sawdusters it's a 10 dollar show um and uh at the door but you know i mean i don't know when i'll put this podcast up but it'll probably be before the show so i'll 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 tease that online they're they're only seven bucks right now so that's a deal yeah that that's a deal for these guys i will say um but you know what's like what's coming up any any you know i mean we have a guy here in quincy that's been really successful I actually do stuff with him. He's he's big on tribute groups or doing stuff. He does four music festivals a year. Um, and yes, I've I've put you on the list by the way of talking to him about it. Um, awesome. but Thank you. uh, uh, you're such a great guy. You know that. Uh, well, if, I, if I, nobody I, ever tells you that lately. You are a great person. Um, well, you know, trying, you do so much best, for your community and music. Well, well, just just trying to. I mean, music music has a magic, like we've been talking about, but also, you know, it's the people behind it too. And if we don't do something to keep it alive, to keep the drive alive, we we live in a new age where, you know, um, we got to get content out there. I know you do these like little sessions from wherever you do them at a secret location. I don't know, but acoustic, <laughs> acoustic sessions on, on Facebook that I've watched a few times and, and you got to get that content out there to show the show all sorts of different types of people that there's, that there's good things. Like, I mean, I have people right now listening to this podcast because I can see the analytics on it um, on the other side of the world. So I'm just telling you, you never know who's listening, who's watching, who's doing whatever, but, um, before I get too sidetracked, because I was trying to ignore <laughs> your, your compliment, but anyway, I appreciate that, but, um, um, I'm grateful for well, that. But, sidetracking, uh, as you can tell. <laughs> but, uh, at the same time, I was saying that, um, like we have this guy that does these music festivals, but do you have any big things coming up this summer that people should look out for or what they should, what they should look out for? Yeah, we are going to be like, if they see you at state street and they're like, wow, the best petty band, I want to follow them and come to see them again. What's something else they could go check out? Well, I will tell you, in Sherman, Illinois, we will be at the Sherman Amphitheater, and we will be playing with a with an Elton John tribute, um, August twenty sixth, and um, then in September twenty third, I believe. You know, and we will be in Beardstown, which is what an hour east, my hometown. Actually, I grew up in Beardstown. Uh, we will be playing alongside a. Um, 
a Fleetwood Mac tribute band. So it will be at the Illinois State Fair. Uh, we'll be at the Watsika Theater way up in Watsika. You know, we're trying to expand to about a six-hour radius from Springfield. We're trying to take this as far as we can and still be able to maintain. Uh, well, did you say did you say Watsika? Is that Wisconsin? Pardon me? Is that Wisconsin? Wasika, Wisconsin? Wasika is just about an hour north of Champaign. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll be we'll be around um western Illinois, um central Illinois and just expanding. We will be in Peoria in April. So we are we're slowly expanding. We had a five year plan. Um, to get to where we wanted to be and we're we're on track each year we are getting these great shows like state street theater that's that's a feather in our cap it's 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 where we envisioned this band going to theaters we wanted we didn't want to be a bar band because Tom Petty, you know, Tom Petty, great music. We, but we knew we had something special, and you know, we could have, we could have done what we did in uh, 20, 2021 or twenty twenty, and just played Springfield. Mm-hmm. And we really uh, honed our chops that year. But it was each year, you know, we'll be Illinois State Fair. Hopefully the Devon Amphitheater in Decatur, Illinois, again. Um, you know, each year we keep getting a few more shows that are bigger, a little bit more um, high profile. It's, and trying not to rush it is, and trying not to get um, the expectations uh, too high. And because I want to enjoy this. I want to be no, you should, well, I mean, for you everything. Should, yeah, I mean, you should, you should, and and also, you know, you do it for the crowd. So I feel like, and you do it for you, but you you do it for the whole the whole experience all the way around. And and, yeah. and the folks listening, you know, I just want to say, like, I mean, they, I've only seen bits and parts, and I'm looking forward to it, and. You know, it's a it's an experience to to see this music to to like you said, you know, it's it's meant for that dynamic. I mean, you know, we're gonna have lights, we're gonna have a sound system, we're gonna have all that dynamic, all that fun stuff. But overall, it's you know the 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 raw sound for what it is and the performance and um, you know, I think I think people will really thoroughly enjoy it and they should come out so. You know, um, I'll just let you take us out because, uh, you know, you're, you're him himself, a tribute to Tom Petty. I don't know if you want to uh, um, say any last words. I just wanted to say thank you for this opportunity to, to be coming to Quincy to play and allowing us to entertain you um, March 4th at State Street Theater. It's, it really is humbling uh, to be able to do this, to be able to play, to be able to take take you on this musical journey 
uh, along with us to be able to give you this magnificent evening of music. Not just us. It's Nick Dittmeyer and the Sawdusters and the Dan Torpedoes. It's this great night of music. It's going to be, for us at least, it's going to be probably 35 songs and you'll you will know 30 of them no doubt there are just so many great songs it's going to be such a fun time it's going to be great music great entertainment just a great time and hopefully great weather too (laughs) well i mean based on based on the up and downs right now of the good old midwest i mean i think (laughs) uh i think we're on crossing the fingers of you know, hopefully a good spring. So yeah, it should be beautiful by the time you get here. But um, um, yeah, I mean, I I appreciate you, appreciate your time. Uh, you know, Steve Myers, uh, aka Tom Petty of the Tom Petty, the Damn Torpedoes, March fourth, everyone, Quincy, Illinois. Um, you know, get your tickets um, or come on out. And it's not only them, as he said, it's Nick Dittenmeyer and the Sawdusters as special guests. And um, it's going to be a great time. And but overall, you know, find them on Facebook, follow them, you know, reach out to them. They're they're great people. Um, can't say good enough things about them. And I appreciate your time um, on on today's podcast. So thanks for coming on here with me. Well, thank you for having me, Jake. It was it's my honor. Yep. And that is another episode of our show. We'll catch you all later. Thanks for tuning in today on the Maverick Mesmer Management LLC Music Media Podcast out of Iron Horse Studios in Quincy, Illinois. Stay tuned for more epic, excellent episodes.